Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. I just knew that day that I was not going to be able to make the impact that I want to make under those conditions. And it's a bigger problem than, you know, one, one crisis counselor's problem. It's a, it's a huge problem. And I wanted to be able to do it my way and make a bigger impact. And uh, that's why I started going toward the coaching where I could do it my way from my experience, my education. And that was that was a very impactful experience. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Hey there, this is Alex Molden once again, coming at you with another episode of The Shark Effect. Um, I'm thrilled to have my next guest. Her name is Brandy Allen. And well, even before then, thank you once again for all the support. I love all the reviews, the emails, the uh, subscriptions, subscribing to this podcast, and then sharing it with your friends and family. Thank you very much for that. Okay, so Brandy Allen, she's an author, she's a speaker, and she's a coach. So when it comes to self-mastery, Brandy Allen has been a catalyst for many. She's a dynamic professional speaker. I just said author, she's a personal development coach and entrepreneur. She holds a master's degree in social work and is currently studying consciousness and transformative studies. Brandy's authentic messages resonate, keeping audiences of all ages engaged and inspired. She offers the perfect combination of compassion, humor, and empowerment 
to deliver her message. Assisting others on a journey of transformation is what most inspires her. And I'm really looking forward to you guys hearing her story. Um, she goes down uh, a, a dark moment in her life, you know, a nasty divorce, and really gives tools how to overcome not just a divorce, but how to overcome self-doubt. All right. And um, so, yeah, I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's jump in. Brandy, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on The Shark Effect. Uh, I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I think, you know, the information that you have can help out a lot of people, no matter what their backgrounds are. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Can, so tell my audience a little bit about yourself, Brandy. I am a personal development coach and an author. I wrote a book called The Power of Self-Mastery, um, and that's what I'm doing now. I've, I grew up, I was a Midwest girl, and about a year and a half ago, I moved to California, and um, here I am. Love it. Love it. So, so what were you doing before you became a self-mastery coach and author? I was, uh, I worked in the commercial insurance industry for about 10 years. And so I was working remotely when I, I moved here. Um, I graduated with my master's degree in social work right before COVID started and about four or five months before I moved to California. California. And then um, I got my first job out of uh, my first job in the in, just in the mental health field, which is what I went to school for. And after about a month of training on my very first day, I knew I did not want anything to do with the mental health field. I, um, so it was a telehealth job and out of a company out of New York. And on my very first day, my very first call on the job. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was telehealth. And so there were a few different options. So it could be texting, somebody could call in and they were, there were a lot of feed in hotlines, for example, the suicide hotline. So the conditions we were dealing with were not small things. And one of the options was the chat box. And so I, I got my first chat and the person I started talking to them and the person was suicidal and so just to give you a little background if you if you have somebody that's suicidal that there's a certain protocol you have to follow and there's about 150 questions you have to ask them while trying to you know as de-escalate the situation make sure that they're not you know sitting there with a gun in their hand you know there's a lot of different things that go to it so I was in the middle of doing that and I get another text from my supervisor and she said, you have another chat to take. And I never, I don't at least remember this in the training, but I didn't really have time to argue. So I was having to toggle both of these and the, the supervisor was very aware because she was monitoring the whole call because it was my first call. Okay. And so I get the second person on the line and they are suicidal as well. So then I have to ask them 150 questions. So this went on. One of the calls lasted an hour and the other probably lasted about an hour and 10, an hour and 20 minutes. And so I did, you know, I did what I could with what I had. And um, 
they both ended up disconnecting eventually. And I just got off the phone and bawled. I mean, there, there was so much wrong with that situation. And I just knew that day that I was not going to be able to make the impact that I want to make under those conditions. And it's a bigger problem than, you know, one, one crisis counselor's problem. It's a, it's a huge problem. And I wanted to be able to do it my way and make a bigger impact. And uh, that's why I started going toward the coaching where I could do it my way from my experience, my education. And that was, that was a very impactful experience. That's what I, I tend to call the shark effect. Like there was that one moment that kind of changed your thought process and how you wanted your life to go. Um, I, I'm just thinking like the emotional toll. Like after, man, the first day you get that. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine if, you know, you've been doing that for a couple of years, like how you can just become just, ugh. Yeah, and it's very well known that that professionals in the mental health industry are burnt out. I mean, it's the pay honestly isn't even great at all. So it's it's kind of this thing that it's the pay is doesn't meet you know what it takes the kind of toll it takes on you, and you know there's a lot of good therapists, a lot of good you know well-intended people out there trying to do good, but you, you uh, there's certain constraints that you you can't beat the system. And so there's a lot of problems in the mental health field. And I'd like to be a part of doing something about that at some point in my journey, because I mean, these two people called in and there was no value for their lives. And I just, I wanted nothing to do with that. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to make my mark the way I'm going to, you know, I just can't be confined like that. And You know, I think about those two people often. Yeah. So after kind of making that decision, what was your next steps? Like you said, you want to go into like the coaching world. Did you knew that like automatically after that day or did you? Did it take uh, you some no, time? no, I didn't. Um, I actually had a little bit of overlap from the job that I was working back in the Midwest. And so he ended up um, he ended up uh, laying me off. So I ended up having to go on unemployment. And so it just gave me a little bit of time to think like, what do I want to do? And so just by synchronicity and keep in mind, I nine months prior, I had just finished a master's degree <laughs> and I, by synchronicity, this master's program, I always felt like something once I, by the time I finished my, my education, I felt like something was missing with the mental health, like I didn't learn all of it. I just knew from my own journey, that was not what they were teaching me was not everything. And so I, this other program fell on my lap and it was a master's of arts degree in uh, consciousness and transformative studies. And I mean, I thought I was done with school for the rest of my life. There was zero part of me wanted to go back to school. But when I saw this program, I'm like, that's it. This is it. When I saw the curriculum and every course, it was like these all these pieces that were missing, and I went for it. So now I'm in the final stretch of that. But in the meantime, while I was unemployed and going to school, um, I wrote a book, and so mm-hmm. that's you know that's why we're here. 
So <laughs> yeah, tell me a little bit about your book. Who's uh, it for? Well, you know, I never thought I would be an author and I never set out to write a book, but my I went through a nasty divorce and uh, my my estranged father died and my dog died and I rolled my SUV. All these crazy things happened within a short amount of time. And I was honestly just, I felt like I was just brought to my knees and I'm like, something's got to change here. I, something's got to give, you know, I, I have to do this something. And so I started reading all these personal development books and I just noticed myself changing and, and my divorce, like I said, was super nasty. So there was constantly stuff flying at me, you know, with things from him to deal with. And so I started putting what I was learning in these books to practice. Cause I constantly had the opportunity because he's constantly throwing this stuff at me. And so I would apply what I was learning to, you know, and it, I'm making it sound so much easier than it was. It was very hard to do. Uh, sometimes I succeeded with what I was trying to apply and sometimes I failed. And, you know, over time I learned that none of what was going on matters. And I had to be the one to change my situation, no matter what somebody else was doing. And I was only keeping myself hostage. And so over time, and, and this was, I don't know, in the last 10 years. And so over the years, I just started getting better and better. And, you know, just every part of my life started feeling better and I felt stronger. And, you know, I always thought I was this strong woman and, and, but basically it was just a giant facade and I acted like nothing hurt me. And I acted like nothing, you know, I always had these walls up and, once I started going through all this stuff, I, when I would apply it and I just started feeling better. And I realized a couple of years ago that everything that I did is valuable to somebody else in that situation, because from the bottom of my heart, I don't want anyone to feel that way. I want them to have whatever they need to do this and know, cause I did not think I could get out of it. And I got myself out of it. I didn't have any pharmaceuticals. I didn't have therapists. I did this all myself. And while you're doing it, you don't realize it's a really cool thing that you're actually making some progress. But just the thought came across my mind. And I was like, I did all that. And I did it myself. And, you know, all these books say it's all within you. You have everything you need, you know. Yeah. And it's actually true. <laughs> Oh, look at and that. so I wanted to, I kind of took mental notes along the way. And I, I want every, as many people as possible to read this book, if they're going through a hard time, because this stuff works and you're keeping yourself hostage. And I just want everyone to have the freedom that I feel. When you said that nothing matters, what matters now? What matters now to me is that I am always acting from a place of integrity. And what I mean by that is I am constantly checking my intention. If there's something that's a little fuzzy, like, should I be saying this? Or, you know, if I'm challenged with something, 
from somebody, I want to make sure that I'm coming from the the best possible place that I don't have this because the ego pops up all the time, no matter how much work you've done. I mean, it shows up less and less the more work you do, but it pops up and it wants to come out and play. And I always am intentional about checking my intention before I respond or before I act um, when interacting with other people. And, and what matters is, you know, acting from that, that place in your life and you'll, you'll see your life improve because of it. Absolutely. Can you tell me a time maybe earlier on when you wasn't intentional and Mm. there was a price that, that was paid? Hmm. Um, I think that, and I think that in the beginning of my divorce, I would let these things get to me. And I, I initially in the first couple of years, I would react. And I think that I probably caused myself an extra five years of struggle because I would react. And um, through, through learning to surrender and learning that that outside stuff doesn't matter, um, I learned that it, it can be let go, but I'm telling you, I probably added an extra five years of the same exact thing that I was engaging in. And, you know, when somebody tells you you're worthless or, you know, whatever, whatever the story is, you start to believe it. And so when you act from that, you you feel the need to defend yourself. And that's what I was doing. And now I just know there's, it doesn't matter what somebody says to me, that's none of it matters, you know, but I, yeah, I, I think that's why when I see people go, going down a similar road, I've had friends kind of in the same kind of uh, relationships, um, things like that. I try to just stop the stop it in their tracks. And I'm like, you just got, you have to let this go. I know you want to react. But at the same time, I've also learned that people, as much as you want to stop the pain for somebody else, people have to do it themselves. And you can warn them and guide them and which is great, but people have to come to that on their own. That's powerful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that just because, you know, when people don't really have a, a real sense of themselves or their identity, that they can let outside noise start to impact them and start to think that they're, that they're something else than they're in themselves? Absolutely. And I think if you look in anybody's life, that there's a few different themes that kind of keep playing over and over and over. And that was one for me. It was, I always cared what people thought about me. And I don't mean in a light sense, it it like drove who I was or who I was acting like I was. And I had to learn that one the hard way. Mm. I, um, I woke up, this was early on, uh, in my divorce. I, woke up at one in the morning, I was woken up by a phone call that was basically a butt dial. And uh, it was clear as a bell and it lasted about 45 minutes. And I heard every, all these things that were being said about me. I didn't hear what prompted it, 
I didn't have the luxury of hearing that, but what was being said about me was it was terrible. And I, it's like your worst nightmare. It's like nobody wants to have to think other people are thinking badly of them or talking badly of them. But I sat there and I had to feel it all there. There was nothing I could do about it. And I just was sitting. Yeah, well, you could have hung up. Hey, I got to let you guys know, I'm excited about the partnership that I've uh, created with Frog Fuel. So Frog Fuel is a protein-based company. It's a super protein. And what it is, I'm just going to simplify it and explain it, is collagen, which is the predominant protein that's in animals and in people. So collagen protein has a unique amino acid profile and then is the most critical building block of structural supporting and connective tissues in the body. And so from the day you are born until the day you die, your body is continually breaking down and replacing proteins. Frog fuel is a fast absorbing form of collagen protein that is fortified with amino acids. That means your body will absorb this within 15 minutes. And it comes in little small packs where you don't have to have a blender, you don't have to shake it till you till you make it type of protein mix. Your body absorbs it. And it does that in a very efficient way. So if you're looking to up your game, whether it's repairing, recovering, or strengthening your muscles, frog fuel is the way to go. So you can you can get you some at frogfuel.com and please use Shark Effect 20 to be able to get 20% off your first order. But I mean, that was 45 minutes and I I think I did end up hanging out, but I listened and put myself through that for 45 minutes. So, so yeah, so this is at one o'clock in the morning. Mm. You're the topic and these are friends? Are they good friends? Yeah, they were are they friends. acquaintances? Yeah, no, they were friends of mine um, in my marriage and um, they had, you know, the picking size or whatever and that had happened and they were saying things and I was just like there's just I just felt so raw and vulnerable and yeah it felt crazy it just felt crazy but by going through that by experiencing that by feeling all of that and not being able to do anything like it can't get worse than that and so I by experiencing that I can walk into a room today of nothing, nothing but hundred percent judgmental people, you know, people that hate me, anything. And it doesn't matter because I'm not looking outside myself anymore. And so I believe that that was another one of those moments in my life that I am actually grateful for. I wouldn't have said that back then, but I am grateful for it because I'm stronger now. And because of that in that area. That is uh, hopefully, you know, my listeners are, are feeling your words because those are powerful. Like the, a lot of the times the, the negative things that happen to us can be a gift, whether yeah. it's physical, whether it's emotional, you know, spiritual, there's, there's different things that happen to us and they can tear us down. They can take us down like a deep road, a dark, depressive type of situation, but you know, when it tears you down to your core, 
Absolutely. And then it, it takes you like you have to build yourself back up. And sometimes you can do it yourself or sometimes you need the help of others. And speaking of that, I want to talk to you about like how you do what you do with your coaching. Like what are some things that you coach on? What are some principles that you that you give your your clients? You know, honestly, um, I, I can't, it's kind of a combination of my mental health education, my consciousness and transformative studies education, and honestly, my, my personal experience. And I, I pull a lot of that, like I said, from like, that's why I wrote the book. And so it's, it's things like understanding that if you ever have a negative emotion, it's not about anything but you because you wouldn't be having that negative emotion if it were about somebody. It's, it may be, I mean, people, we all have bad things in our life. Everybody, there's always a worse story. There's always an easier story. And we tend to try to play the blame game. But when we do that, we keep our, we keep ourselves stuck. And so one of the things I do is just, we have to eliminate that game, that need. And so in, in a session, I'll just say, okay, you know, and we'll keep it, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes because you could go on and on with the blame game, but here you need validation. Tell me what's going on and I'll give it to you, but you have to agree. We're going to move on from there. And then we can get to the business of working on something because there's, I mean, I was always the one with the worst divorce. Like I was the one and that's, it's, it's like, you don't get a medal for that. You know, it's, it, it was constantly me trying to compare, but all I was doing was just sitting in it, comparing and not getting anywhere. And so when I let that go and that need to blame, I just opened up all this freedom for myself because I, I mean, what would happen? I mean, that was so many years ago. What if I never let that go? I would still be there. I would not be in California. I would not have written a book. I mean, there's so much that wouldn't have happened. And, but more importantly, I wouldn't be the happy person that I am today. And so it's, there's little, uh, there's things like that in the book that I take, take you through and everybody can apply this to whatever's going on in your life, because it's all kind of universal. And when you take those opportunities, like you were saying, take those opportunities when challenges come up and apply these principles and really, you know, sometimes, like I said, you will fail, but sometimes, you know, when you start integrating, it feels weird because it's a habit and you, you need to switch the habit from clinging to the flame or whatever the negativity and you need to switch it. So it feels a little jaggedy at first, but then it becomes easy and you're very, you become very impressed with yourself along the way when you can, when you know where you've been and where you have gotten to through the work and just through kind of repetition of these things. Yeah. I love that, you know, what you're talking about and you're talking about like moving past it. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, we get so stuck into uh, feeling sorry for ourselves and thinking that you're the only person on planet earth that's going through whatever issue you're going through and you just you stay stuck Absolutely. and i think it's like man you got to be able to to take take the good and the bad from it and then move on 
no matter how bad it is. And that's the thing. It's like, I was like, well, I have the worst divorce. I have, the, you know, it was like, I was identifying with it. And so, you know, every, there's horrible stories out there and, and people deserve the validation, but it doesn't do anything for you. Mm, yeah. So how do you, I mean, cause I'm always talking, you know, from my football background and uh, you know, I talk about some things that can give me structure. And when I looked at it in my life, dug down deep, and I was like, man, this is the same structure that I can apply outside of the football field. And so mine has always been assignment, alignment, and adjustment. So assigning what you want to, to, to do in your life, and then what, how do you align yourself to that goal? And then what adjustments do you need to make in your character? What adjustments you need to make in your relationships or how you think of yourself? How do you align yourself now as compared to, let's say, 10 years, 10 years ago? How do you align yourself now with, with your foundation? I can feel it. Um, I can personally feel it. I know if there's a negative if there's a negative feeling, I explore it every single time. It's not something that I ever miss because I know whatever that negative emotion is, I need to find, I have to explore it. I have to know why, what is it? And I can't, it's within me. Like I cannot look to something else for that. And so I kind of let my feelings guide me. It's the emotion um, cause it's, if, if it's there, it's something to be, there's something to be learned and that's how I look at everything. So I'm intentional and about being aware. And for me, self-awareness is where change begins. And so, the- so instead of running from it, cause most people, you know, Absolutely. that, that thing that, that made them feel horrible. I can think of my life and man, I remember a time when. You know, I was told that I wasn't good enough, you know, on the football field. I was cut. I was released. I wasn't good enough. That felt a certain way. And I ran from that. And the same thing happened. And it hit even deeper when somebody told me, uh, you know, when I was applying for this for this job many years ago after I finished playing football. But they said me, they told me, Alex, you don't know who you are. Mm. And I ran from that story because yeah. it cut so deep. Like, I never want to revisit that story again. Yeah. And now I, I've done the research on myself and how I felt and what did I do to get past that. And now I'm, I'm, I'm talking to, you know, Fortune 500 companies. I'm talking to world-class athletes. Exactly. I'm talking to different yeah. colleges and universities, whoever. That story because I was able to take it and then move past it. And there was a long time where I'd never want to revisit that again. And look what happened. I mean, that's a perfect example of facing it. And there's just so much freedom behind that, isn't there? I mean, it's, yeah. that's, it's Definitely. free. It, it works. I mean, this stuff works. I mean, we don't even know each other and we're speaking the exact same language and I just, I want everybody to realize that, and it's okay. Like if you, if you've done wrong, you know, we've all done wrong and we've all been wronged and 
it's okay. We just, it's this shame game too. I mean, we just avoid all these experiences because instead of facing them because of our shame and that that's a great story because that's how it works and mm. look what's happened as a result yeah brandy how can um people get a hold of you get a hold of your book um can you share some of your your details your social media and, and what yes. i want people to to make sure that they can yeah you know, they can find you Yep. I am on Instagram. Um, I'm at Brandy Allen 1111. And my website is brandyallen.com. Brandy spelled with an IE. So B R A N D I E A L L E N.com. Or you can try the power of self mastery.com as well and end up there. And my coaching products are on the website. You can buy a pre sale of my book on the website right now and should be shipped in about four weeks. Well, sweet. Well, I'm going to have that all in the show notes. Uh, Brandy, thank you for being a guest on The Shark Effect. I definitely want to have you on again. Is there any type of tips, any last one? I want to scrape the plate while I got you on. Is there (laughs) any type of tips or things that you can be able to give people who might be going through, you know, a tough time, whether it's professionally or personally? I mean, you've already given some quality information, some nuggets. Is there any last tip? Mm. Uh, I will say no one is going to do this for you. you. You have to do it. And there's so much freedom on the other side. Be open-minded uh, and get rid of the negativity. The negativity, it, it, it is impossible to do it with negativity strewn throughout your life. That means gossip. That means clinging to the negative. That means blaming. Those are huge. And so you could start that immediately because there's constantly stuff popping up in people's lives always all day long. Um, you have a chance to do that one, but be open-minded because you're going to be making new changes and, and those require being open-minded and making different choices. And so if you could start there, you have like a running start and then you can really get into, you know, really pay attention to those emotions. It doesn't matter what the situation, if you're having a negative emotion other than like grief, if you're having a negative emotion, it's about you and there's something to explore. So it's like this checks and balances thing, you know, and if you feel that negative emotion, explore it. I love it. it and it, it's something that I, that I actually, you know, apply to my life and I, and I coach on, but it's like those, those emotions, it's not a roadmap of how you should act. It's, it's data, it's information information how do you look at it instead of running away from that information how do you look at it read it process it and apply it absolutely absolutely that's great brandy it's been a pleasure i'd love to speak to you again offline online whatever but thank you so much i appreciate you thank you for having me thanks for listening to this week's episode of the shark effect podcast if you enjoyed what you heard today Please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon and the uh, paper paperback version or you can get it on kindle 
And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tr to transition. What, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever, if you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. OK, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.